Good morning. Welcome to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Brad Pollock and Dan Lowy in studio today talking to you about another insurance topic, another personal injury insurance topic, another topic that you need to know or should have some idea what goes on in your life if you're involved in a crash. We are Bell and Pollock. We have been around since 1983 in the Denver metropolitan area and throughout the entire state of Colorado. Uh, we have uh, uh, perfected or, the, or we have put together what we call a legal game plan, uh, and we are the champions of the people. You see that quite often around town. You see it in some advertising or here in advertising, and we are the champions of the people. We, um, we, we do personal injury work. We have a number of shows. We've been doing this show for the last 15 to 20 years. Can't remember exactly when it is. Gary Bell is not in studio today. He is out of town. Uh, but so we have uh, brought in an attorney in our office who's fairly new in our office, Dan Lowy, who uh, practices personal injury work, came from another firm, and uh, now he's with us. And uh, Dan, you've been with us how long? Uh, about three and a half months, I think. Three and a half months. Not but too long yet. How long have you been a personal injury lawyer? So I started working in personal injury practice in 2018. So since 2018, so we've got three years of experience, um, and Dan looks at it from a different perspective quite often than those of us who have been in the business for a long time, but there's certain things that you need to know. Now, we've talked to you many times, the listeners, about uh, what you want to do to be prepared for a crash, and one of the things we've talked about being prepared for a crash is having your underinsured motorists in in uh, in place, making sure you have the highest amount possible, having your med pay in place, making sure you have the highest amount possible. Because, you know, Dan, you, you've done it because you've done intake quite often. And you've seen it where people call up and they've been hit by somebody and the person that hits them has no insurance or very little insurance and not really enough to uh, handle the, um, the, 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 the medical bills and the lost income and the, and the pain and suffering that's been incurred. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, if, if we leave any kind of lasting impression on, on the listener this morning, um, I want to make sure that people understand that, you know, in some respects, you need to take this into your own hands. You need to make sure that you are covered. You need to make sure you do get that UIM coverage because, unfortunately, there are a lot of people out on Colorado roads that are driving uh, with either no uh, automotive liability insurance at all or the minimum, which is uh, not sufficient in many, many cases to cover people's injuries and damages. You're talking about the minimum being 2550. And mind you, I have no problem with anybody who obeys the law and gets the minimum 2550. That's fine. If that's what you can afford, that's what you can afford. Absolutely. If that's what you feel is best, okay. Please, if you get the 2550, don't reject the 25,000 of underinsured motorist coverage that goes with it. That's automatic. It goes with it. Now, yes, the your agent trying to sell you insurance or trying to make sure they keep you as a customer may say, you know, you can waive that UIM and you can save some money off your policy. They're going to do the same thing with MedPay, but that's not a good idea. It's not a good idea at all. You need to be able to have that extra coverage. It's coverage for yourself. It's coverage for other members of uh, that are of your family that are in your car. It's it's coverage for anybody in your car. Right. And you know, uh, Brad, you asked me how long I've been in practice, and you know, admittedly, it's not very long. But uh, nonetheless, unfortunately, I have been in more situations than I would have liked where I've had to uh, inform a client or a potential client 
that, you know, because the person who hit them, but because the person who was at fault in a car crash that hurt them wasn't insured, uh, and because they didn't elect to get that UIM coverage, that they were, uh, you know, going to be in a position where potentially they weren't going to be able to get a recovery. You're listening to the Bell and Paul Legal Show. Brad Paul, Dan Lowy in a studio today talking to you about insur- about your your personal injury needs in the event you've been hurt in a crash, in the event you've, you've been hurt as for the result of a slip and fall, as a result of the negligence of another. I've said it many times. I'll say it again. I want to refresh everybody's recollection. When you get up this morning and you go through the day, for most of you, 90 to 95% of you, the most dangerous thing you will do today is driving a car or riding a car. That's the most dangerous thing. That's where you put yourself at the mercy of other drivers. You put yourself at the mercy of the person texting and driving. You put yourself at the mercy of the person drinking and driving. You put yourself at the mercy, forgive me, 16-year-olds, of 16-year-olds who are, who are rookies, rookies in the car and are just starting to drive. You put yourself at the mercy of the person who's putting makeup on or who's eating while they're driving or drinking while they're driving. And, you know, I'm not criticizing the people who do this. I'm just saying you put yourself at the mercy of these people. You put the, yourself at the mercy of the person who's lost and not certain where they're going. So they're watching the, the, the street signs more than they're watching the red lights and they're watching what's going on. You are doing the most dangerous thing. And when you put your children in the car, when they get in the, in the carpool with the teenagers that are driving back and forth to school, when, you put your, when your spouse gets in the car, when your parents get in the car, that's the most dangerous thing they're going to do today for most of you. It's the place where if an event happens, it's probably going to change your life. It's going to affect you. So you need to have coverage. You need to have protection. And we've talked about this many times. I want to tell you something. Bell and Pollock gets no money from insurance companies for selling insurance. Dan Lowy gets no money. He gets no commission. He gets no income for selling insurance. I wish I did. But he can sure as much tell you that that you need insurance. He'll tell you to get the highest amount possible. And... You know, I'm going to say this when you're taught, when you're listening to people who are Starbucks drinkers, but if it comes down to getting ordinary coffee instead of that great Starbucks coffee and and having a few extra bucks for insurance coverage, if that's your choice, get the insurance coverage. Right. I mean, you know, this is what what we're talking about is, is something where, you know, normally I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree that, okay, you know, you you need to tighten your belt um, for, for any particular thing. But I think in this in this situation, um, it's warranted. I think in this situation, you want to make sure that you're not putting your livelihood and your well-being in the hands of everybody else, because it's literally everybody else who you're sharing the road with. We are Bell and Pollock. We are the champions of the people. If you want to call us, if you have any questions, if you want to talk to us, we have an accident packet that you can put in your car that helps you know things to do in the event of a crash. You can uh, get it free. We have books that we have that, that we've written. You can get them free. We, we've been writing books for the last 15, 20 years. They're not brand new. We're not going to stand in front of you with and hold a book and say, here's a book. We've got probably five or six. Get on our website, bellpollock.com, championsofthepeople.com. Take a look at our website. Take a look at us. Take a look at our interactive website. Write to us or call us, 303 303- 
795-5900. Look us up, bellpollock.com or championsofthepeople.com. Now, I want to fast forward a little bit. You've been in a crash. Somebody ran into you. You, you, you've, uh, you, you. You're trying to figure out what happened to you, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. Now, I know you see a lot of commercials where they're saying, call us now or call us right away. Call us from the accident. We're here 24-7. Bell and Pollock's open 24-7. We have an attorney's on call. So you can call us. But, the, you know, I don't want you trying to call an attorney from the accident. Bam, somebody runs into you. The first thing you do is call a lawyer. No, the first thing you're going to do is call the people you love and tell them you've been hurt. You're going to, or the first thing you're going to do is check the people in your car and see if they've been hurt. Or the first thing you're going to do is you're going to check the person who even ran into you and say they've been hurt. You're going to call the ambulance. You're going to call the police. You're going to see if you're hurt. You're, 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 the adrenaline's pumping. You're all excited. You don't know for sure how badly you're hurt. You don't know what's going on. You're trying to remember it. The police are saying, give us a statement. They want you to write out something. Maybe they didn't get to you because maybe you had to be taken by an ambulance to the hospital. So you don't have that opportunity. But somewhere along the line, you're going to have an adjuster from the other side. Not your own adjuster, but you're going to have an adjuster Adjusters are people who, who take care of the claims. You're going to have an adjuster from the other side call you up, and they're going to want to take what's called a recorded statement. And Dan, explain a little bit about recorded statements and why really somebody would want to talk to a lawyer before they go through the recorded statement. Sure, Brad. So a recorded statement is exactly what it sounds like. It's when the adjuster, usually over the telephone, is going to be talking to you. They're going to ask you questions. But before they even do that, they're going to make you swear that what you're what you're telling them uh, is true, and the reason why they want you to do that is because if you do have to end up filing suit against anybody, uh, then the contents of that recorded statement could come back and be used uh, either against you or in some in other in some other kind of context in litigation. Uh, the reason why you want to talk to an attorney before you do that is because you want to make sure that the content that they're that they're going to be trying to ask you about is something that is okay for you to talk about um you know the 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 insurance adjuster they might sound pretty nice they might be friendly to you uh they might you know even uh be a really good listener when during this process but make no mistake their goal in 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 taking a recorded statement is to try to get information that could potentially be used against you in a litigation setting i want you to remember the adjusters trained they they, they've been trained they're experienced they know what they're doing they're professionals you're not so you're trying to answer questions and you're trying to deal with things quickly answer questions that maybe you haven't thought through you haven't had a chance to go through what happened to really analyze it and go through it with an attorney to discuss it the adjusters asking these questions they're professionals you don't think they just walked off the street and put those adjusters on the phone do you these people have experience they know what they're doing and so they're going to talk to you about what happened in this crash looking for ways to minimize their exposure because that's what they want to do. They want to minimize their exposure. Why do, and, and you know, some of the things you want to do. If an adjuster says, I want to do a recorded statement, you want to say, am I going to get a copy of it? Am I going to get a transcript of it? Can I correct it if something is said wrong? Well, will you give me your your insured's recorded statement? How about that? Where's the re- insured's recorded statement? What's your insured tell you? Give, us, give me that first and then I'll talk to you. 
There's a lot of questions that go into recorded statement. Before you talk to the adjuster, talk to a personal injury attorney. Talk to Bell and Pollock. We'll talk to you about your game plan. We'll talk to you about how to get yourself prepared for that. And we'll even be on the line with you. You're listening to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Brad Pollock and Dan Lowy in the studio today. You can call us at 303-795-5900. Look, at us at, look us up at bellpollock.com or championsofthepeople.com. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. See if you can solve this legal riddle for me. How can you get hurt twice in the same accident? Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. That's twice. As my military commander used to say, we don't have problems here, we only have opportunities. Listen, when you've been injured in a car crash, your opportunity to protect yourself and your family may come only once. That's right, only once. We always tell people, when you've been injured, you must take the proper steps at the beginning and in the middle and in the end. If you take the proper steps, you can win this war. You can fulfill that opportunity. You can protect yourself and you won't get hurt twice in the same accident. Call us, Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Good morning. Welcome back to the Bell and Paul Legal Show. Brad Paul and Dan Lowy in studio today. We are talking to you about what happens when the insurance company talks about, quote, disclosures or their investigation, and they say they need information from you. Now, I want you to understand, you know, you, you, you got to think about it. You've been hurt, and you want the insurance company to pay for your bills. Uh, First of all, let's divide things up a little bit. Uh, If you have a property adjuster, insurance adjuster call you to talk about your car, that's okay if they want to talk to you. If they get really into the details of how the crash happened, you might want to say, wait a minute, I think I want an attorney involved. If they want to talk to you about how your car, how badly your car is damaged, how to get it repaired, what shop to go to, how they can look at it, how they can check it out, talk to them. But if they start talking to you about how badly you've been hurt, What's a property adjuster doing talking about how badly you've been hurt? Now, they're going to say, well, we got to know what happened in the crash to know if we're responsible to pay for your car. And if they start doing that, you're in an adversary position here. When you're in an adversary position, it's time to get somebody on your side who knows how to deal with the adversary nature of your case. That's when you want to get a lawyer involved. Sometimes you're going to run into law firms and they're going to, when you call them up and say, hey, I've got a problem with the car and with my injuries, and they're going to say, we don't want anything to do with the car. Nothing. That's all your problem. And we'll take your personal injury claim. Bell and Pollock will try and help you with the car. Now, are we going to be able to strike such great deals that you're going to feel that you want to go to trial over your car? Well, you know, it's going to depend on the car and the nature and the damages and stuff, but we're going to help you with ideas on how to take care of your car. We're not going to leave you high and dry on that. Now we're going to talk to you about your personal injury. We're going to talk to you about what happened in the crash. If the adjuster calls you up and starts wanting to talk to you about what happened in the crash, try this on. Say, have you talked to your insured? They probably won't want to talk to you. Maybe they'll say, yeah. Say, well, didn't they tell you what happened? 
And they'll say, well, you know, yeah, they told us what happened. Say, well, what'd they tell you? And watch how the adjuster won't talk to you. Watch how the adjuster's not going to give you that information. Say, did you take a recorded statement from your insured? Did you take a recorded statement from the person you're trying to protect? You're trying to take away my benefits. You're trying to take away repair to my car. You're trying to take away payment of my medical benefits. You're trying to take away reimbursement for my lost time and my lost work time and and my lost wages. What did your person tell you? And if they say, well, we're not going to tell you, say, well, didn't they tell you they were wrong, that they were in the wrong, that they didn't they admit responsibility for this? And the adjuster's not going to tell you. Because the adjuster says, yeah, they did. Say, then why do we need to talk about what happened in the crash? There's no need to talk about that. And do we want to talk about your injuries? This is where you need a game plan. You need to sit down and you need to talk to Bell and Pollock and discuss your game plan. Every single one's going to be different. Dan, you probably interviewed, I, I probably say, I, I, at least 100 people who've called up on the phone or wanted to talk to you about injuries, about their problems. Sure. Every single one is different, right? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, uh, the, the prototypical car crash we're talking about, you know, somebody, um, perhaps you're sitting at a red light, somebody comes up and rear-ends you. Um, but even even in a very, very typical car crash like that, th- we've got a lot of different situations going on. We've got, did the police, did the police come? Um, did they fill out a report? Did they cite uh, the other driver for careless driving or something, something of that nature? Um, what 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 are you, what are your injuries? Um, you know, uh, what what kind of vehicle were you in? Did your airbags go off? Uh, what kind of insurance do you have? What kind of insurance does the person who hit you have? Uh, there's a lot of moving parts for sure. And that and that insurance includes what kind of health insurance? It's going to want to know about what we're going to want to know about that. We're going to know want, want to know how this affected your life. We have forms that we to go over or we ask you to fill out to talk about your life, to give us an idea, because we're, we're putting together a painting here, putting together a painting of how you look and how you are post-accident versus how you were pre-accident. We want to know before the crash and after the crash so we can identify how you're different. And every single person out there is different. So we need to talk to you. So many times, what's my case worth? What's my case worth? Well, you know, first we need to know how it affected you. We need to know what is done to you, and you are a separate individual. And so when you sit down, you want to talk to an attorney about those issues. Now, let's say you haven't done that. Let's say you went ahead and talked to the adjuster. Maybe you didn't give a recorded statement. Maybe you just gave a statement. I would advise you not to do that without first talking to a law firm. But let's say you've talked to him, and the, and the adjuster says, well, did you lose some wages? And you say, well, I, I missed four days of work so far for my back pain. I'm going to miss some more. I, I can't do as much as I used to do because my, my, my leg is in a cast or because I can't do things, and I'm not going to be as efficient, and I'm going to need some, uh, some extra help at work. And so, yeah, I'm going to have some lost wages and some lost income. Uh, maybe in the future, too, I'm going to have some. And they look and they say, send me your tax returns. That's what they do. Or let me give you a release. Let me give you a release to get your tax returns and to get your employment file. Do you do that, Dan? Well, no, you don't. You don't do that, Brad. Um, you know, the, so I, I guess my, my initial reaction would be if they're asking for my tax returns, I would say, well, why do you need my tax returns? There's, there's probably a bunch of other ways that I can prove to you, uh, you know, that I've had the wage loss that I haven't been able to get into work and that I haven't gotten paid as much as I would have otherwise. Uh, but for the fact that I was involved in a, in a traffic uh, collision. 
So, so no, I, I absolutely wouldn't give them my, my, uh, my tax returns. I want you to stop and take a look and think about what's in your tax returns. Why would you give that kind of information to a stranger? There's a lot of information in your tax returns that isn't just what your W-2 says. You can give me your W-2 if you want. That, that one is, is probably acceptable if you have the same job, the same income rate, the same everything. But you certainly don't want to give them your tax returns. Do they need to know your charitable deductions? Do they know, need to know how many exemptions you have? Do they need to know what you're claiming and what you're not claiming? Do they need to know even how much tax you paid? Is that something the insurance adjuster that uh, for the person who ran into you needs to know about you, needs to get into your personal life? Would you just go hand your tax returns out to just anybody? Yet they'll ask for them. They're going to send you a release asking for, for, for your employment file to get your employment file from your work. Are they entitled to know that? Why would they need to know what's in your employment file and need to know everything in your employment file? Dan, does that even make sense? Again, you know, so it, it depends from, from my perspective. It depends on what, what kind of information do they need to, to prove what, what my injuries were, what my damages were, what my losses were. Uh, so if I'm, if I'm claiming, you know, in this, in this example, if I'm claiming that, you know, I missed a few days of work, um, I had to go to the hospital, they, they gave me a work excuse. They said, don't go into work for another week and a half until, you know, we see whether or not you've healed up. Uh, if I'm, if I'm saying that, you know, they, that they need to pay me for certain economic losses that I've experienced as a result of this crash, then we, then we need to be focusing and narrowly tailoring what is the information uh, to prove? What are, what's the documentation rather to prove these losses? And giving handing over my entire employment file, uh, that that doesn't seem right to me. Why should I have to hand over? You know, perhaps uh, you know I had to take some sick days last year for for something totally unrelated. Perhaps it's a private matter. Who knows what? Th- that is not information that I want to be sharing with anybody, let alone somebody who might potentially either at that moment or in the future be in an adversarial position to me. Remember, we're, we're talking about information that may be in your tax, I mean, sorry, in your employment file that could be very, very personal, confidential. It might even, it might identify when you're late and when you're not. It might identify some kind of discipline that was, that was given to you. It might identify some problems you had in employment, but you maintain your employment. It might identify different things that have occurred during the employment. These are things that might identify your vacation schedule, might identify uh, your, uh, your relatives and your family, things that they may not be entitled to. What you need to do is you need to limit the information they get. You know how you do that? You contact a law firm. You contact a lawyer who's experienced in personal injury work. You don't want to get a lawyer who doesn't know about personal injury work and is taking a flyer thinking I can make a bunch of money because you're hurt and I can get a nice percentage. You want to talk to a lawyer. And the lawyers, all the lawyers, you know, every time you see a commercial, folks, where it says lawyers, we'll do an initial free consultation. Stop that. You know, we'll all do initial free consultations. Guess what? We're trying to get your case. We want to talk to you about your case. We want to represent you. We want to sit down as Bell and Pollock will sit down with you and we'll give you a legal game plan. You're listening to Bell and Pollock. This is the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. You can contact us at 303-795-5900 or you can contact us at uh, championsofthepeople.com or bellpollock.com. 
You, we have an interactive website. It gives you a, a great opportunity to to get on the website, see our experience, see what we're about, see what we've been doing. We've been doing this in the entire state of Colorado since 1953. I'm sorry, 1983. 53 is when I was born, so now you know how old I am. 1983. That's right. Since 1983, we've been doing this representing injured people. It's a steady way we've been handling things, and we do it uh, in a, in, we do it with quality representation where you get good advice, good information, and you get great results. Now, we're going to talk about one more thing very quickly, and that's should you go to an a, a insurance examination, medical examination, before the litigation even starts when they want you to do it. Dan? It depends. Uh, and, and that's, you know, the the tried and true lawyer response to, to that kind of question is it depends. And, and you know, I we don't have too, too long to talk about it. So I would just say if you do find yourself in a situation where the insurance company is trying to get you in to see what uh, you know, you'll hear any personal injury lawyer refer to as a quote unquote independent, quote unquote independent. Uh, medical examination, uh, you, you're going to want to make sure you're talking to somebody who knows whether or not that's something that you need to submit to. Uh, if you do need to submit to it, who, which doctor do you go to? Do you just accept willy-nilly the doctor that the insurance company presents to you? Uh, you know, these are these are difficult questions. The answers are not always clear-cut, um, but. There's one thing that's for sure is that if there's any doubt about the origins of your of the of the medical situation that you find yourself in, uh, that an insurance company will seek an independent medical examination from you. I'm going to up it a little bit more. If they ask for an an independent medical examination or any kind of insurance medical examination, the answer is no until you've talked to a personal injury lawyer. Period. Talk to a plaintiff's personal injury lawyer. The answer is no. Too many conditions have to be put on it. Just say, no, I want to talk to a lawyer. You're listening to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Brad Pollock, Dan Lowy in the studio today. We've been talking to you about what the insurance company may want when they first talk to you. Uh, you want to talk to a lawyer before you give them any of it. Talk to a lawyer. It's free. If they're all free, you might as well talk to us and get the information. At Bell & Pollock, we'll give you a legal game plan. We'll give you a way to address your injuries and, your, and what's happened to you. You can call us at 303-795-5900, or you can reach us at bellpollock.com or championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your Legal Minute. How does this job ad sound to you? $10,000 a week. What do you think? you got to work 24-7. You get no vacation, no breaks, no benefits. You can't go home at 5. You can't get another job. You can't leave. You can't quit. No retirement, no promotions. No pay increases, no bonuses. Guess what? That's exactly how an injury goes. You've been injured in a car crash. You just inherited a brand new career. What about the pain? What about the numbness? What about the alteration of lifestyle? You just inherited a new career. Want the job? Call us. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. 
Welcome back to the Bell & Park Legal Show. In closing, Dan, the advice you give them when that adjuster calls and that adjuster wants to, starts getting too personal, starts getting too technical, wants to turn on the recorder or wants to do a, a specific interview or starts wanting tax returns or all sorts of medical releases or starts wanting tax returns, what's the standard statement they need to start telling? Well, Brad, um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and uh, say, A, don't give them that information until, B, you've talked to a lawyer. It's that simple. It's that clear. Talk to a lawyer and call us at bellpollock.com, championspeople.com, or call us, 303-795-5900. Tell them you'll get back to them after you've talked to a lawyer. You'll be able to talk to one of our lawyers. We have experienced, knowledgeable lawyers who can tell you what best to do and how to take care of your case. And if you'd like, we can bring you in. We can talk to you. We can do it by Zoom. We can do it by virtual. We can do it any which way, or we can just do it on the phone, or we can do it in person. We look forward to meeting you. We look forward to seeing you. We're going to talk to you next week about another personal injury topic during that time period. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week. 